everyone, and welcome back to Practically Zero Waste, a podcast for making zero waste living as practical as possible. This week, we're just wrapping things up, year in review with Will and I, and chatting about a few of our favorite episodes and some plans going forward for how to make sure that the zero waste movement doesn't die despite a global pandemic. If you have any favorite episodes from this year that you want to share with others, then you can always find it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all the all the platforms for listening to podcasts that you can find, and uh, leave a rating or review if you're liking what you hear. If you want to hear something specific, send me an email at practicallyzerowaste at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you, and I hope you enjoy this episode and that you had a good year and have lots and lots of highlights from this year, despite, you know, all the things. So I hope that you have a great day and uh, happy new year folks talk to you soon hello hello <laughs> 2020's almost done whoa yeah nothing bad can happen next year no as soon as 2020 is over and 2021 starts mm-hmm. it's like covid will end mm-hmm. everything will be done mm-hmm. that's just how it works right yeah, i'm so excited it's yeah time. it's gonna be good mm-hmm. <laughs> Happy New Year, everybody. Happy 2021, because that's when this episode is coming out. January 3rd or something. We are wrapping up the year a little belated, I suppose. (laughs) (laughs) We're still talking like it's 2020. Mm. And uh, yeah, I just wanted to wrap up the year and chat with Will a little bit here about uh, favorite episodes what do you think was your favorite episode of the podcast well other was, than the one that you were in oh, where we talked about D for an hour spoiled my joke <laughs> that's obviously the best episode <laughs> so enjoyable to listen to it's probably the only one you've listened to as well <laughs> <laughs> no i've listened to more episodes um really I just wanted to kind of highlight a few of the favorite episodes of mine. They were um, some of the big names that I felt like really happy to chat with this year. Some of the people that I really look up to, like Catherine Kellogg, Camille Shane, Polly Barks. Those were all such fun conversations and so, so interesting. Um, And then another one of my favorite episodes was actually um, almost a year ago today was uh, with your cousin Jenny um, from Unwrapped Kawartha and uh, chatted with her a little bit since last week when I didn't put an episode out. Oops. (laughs) And uh, just chatting with her to get a bit of an update about her store because um, it's been almost a year since she opened and uh, she's doing well despite COVID and despite like a ton of construction that happened like right right in front of her building as soon as she opened. Right, yeah. She opened and the whole main street was on under construction. Yeah. (laughs) A couple of months and then then COVID. So... Uh, yeah, she's doing well. She's got her online store set up um, that goes hand in hand with her um, brick and mortar business. And uh, yeah, I was just like really happy to hear. Um, I'll I'll share um, on Instagram this week her updates about um, COVID and um, how she's allowed to remain open with curbside pickup and local delivery and stuff like that. And it's just so important to kind of like celebrate all those local businesses that are pulling it together and, and doing a good job mm-hmm. and staying afloat in this crazy <laughs> unprecedented time <laughs> never been precedented i hate that word um uh the other episode that i really really um was happy with and it kind of came together at the last minute was um gosh what episode was that let's say episode 74 ish yep, um it was called 
It was called Community Resiliency, and it was kind of the first um, episode that even mentions the word. Back then, it was coronavirus is what I was referring to it as. It was the first episode that we kind of um, entered into the world of COVID where we are um, here in North America, and uh, it was... It was a really interesting episode because the people that I talked to, one from Milan, Italy, um, which at the time was kind of the epicenter of the European wave of the pandemic, um, and then Sophie Robertson in Toronto, um, your eco-friend in Toronto, uh, who was, uh, yeah, they were both able to just kind of share what what was happening um, and what mm-hmm. they thought would happen to the zero waste movement as a result of COVID. So Were we in lockdown at that point? Because like whatever sorry elizabeth was in milan right they were under like super yeah. heavy lockdown crazy but we lockdown weren't yet? we were or like were it we... was kind of like week three or something oh, okay. of covid like it was really early and it was technically locked down here but like nobody really knew what that meant at the beginning uh and so anyway yeah that was kind of like a call-in episode and it was super cool so if you want to kind of look back at that uh see how far we've come in quotes um (laughs) which is nowhere in fact it's probably just become worse (laughs) but um it was a really interesting uh episode to kind of get people's first look at where they think the zero waste movement is going to go uh now that Mm -hmm. uh like everything is uh, hyper, you can't touch it twice, so it's yeah, got to be disposable. Yeah, hyper afraid of, of reusability. Um, so that's obviously discouraging. But uh, yeah, I don't really know, and I haven't asked you this on the podcast yet, or maybe even in person, but like, what do you think about where, like, how long is it going to take people to recover from this fear of reusables? I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, it's hard for me to say, especially because I'm in such a small bubble now like i'm I'm having no contact with people except for you and and sometimes i work obviously i'm i'm now going to be working from home for a little bit but before Mm -hmm. i was at school and so it was a such a small bubble like i don't know what most people are like but at school they were i think they're trying like i work for school and they have a an action force or an environmental action force to try and you know get the school as eco-friendly as they can and so one of the big things was the dining hall at the start, when we were back at school, we couldn't eat in the in the cafeteria, and there wasn't any plates or utensils. You had to go and get in a little disposable box um, with disposable utensils, and that was the only way you could eat. And it, it's gotten better, and so they've, for a while, they were doing it was compostable containers, um, and that I don't think are compostable around here, but they knew that there was a place in Toronto that could compost them, so that's where they got all the containers. And was, they sent them to yeah, Toronto? Yeah, so they sent them to Toronto <gasps> to be composted. Wow. Um, and so, and then towards the end, before this new lockdown, we were able to be back in the dining hall with plates. So everybody was spaced out. Um, but you could have real glass plates and stuff, or you could go out of the dining hall, and then you had to use these compostable things. Wow, yeah. But because of some weird rule that the, the dining hall is, and since it's a boarding school or something, the dining hall was counted as being in like the food service industry or something complicated like that so they still couldn't use reusable utensils really (laughs) yeah they couldn't they couldn't offer a steel or a stainless steel fork um even though they were washing the plates and i i I don't quite understand that because i feel like (laughs) your germs yeah your germs are going to be on your fork because you're putting that in your mouth if you have covid but then you're touching the plate with that so 
It doesn't seem to make much difference to me, but that was... Yeah, and cups and stuff too. Were those disposable? Yeah, yeah, they were all disposable cups. Really? Um, which was strange. And so I brought some utensils from here and I just kept them on my desk and I just washed them Get on, in yeah. the bathroom sink. And then I'd eat in every day, which was too bad at the start because when the weather's nice in September and we had some late nice days in October, I wanted to eat outside, but then I would have had to use these compostable things. Mm -hmm, and, mm -hmm. and even if they are compostable and doing well, obviously it's more processing power to make them in the first place and all that so i still yeah ate in with the plate um but wow. uh, a lot of people like i think i'm the only one that i've seen that brings mainly utensils everybody else gets the little the pack of utensils that comes in a little plastic bag it's got a plastic fork a plastic knife and plastic spoon even if you know, you're only having a salad yeah, yeah we generally don't have soups there'll be some days that a soup is offered but pretty much never do you wow. need a spoon that spoon's getting thrown out every day and and they can't be recycled those utensils can't be nope. uh, and it also comes with a little packet of salt and a little packet of pepper oh my gosh every day every day yeah and and a little paper napkin which yeah. a lot of people don't use and so a lot of those like i'd find on my walks at lunch people would Just... the kids would eat outside and then we had a place to stack stuff outside but it's outside so it's windy so stuff would just blow around Dang. So, so yeah, that's happening. I'm every so proud day. of you for like bothering. <laughs> I didn't know that about you. Yeah. Wow. Many secrets. Um, Much more attractive to you now than <laughs> ever before. <laughs> yeah, so that's too bad. And, and it was so funny because I'd hear people complain because we'd, you know, we'd have salads that might have like croutons and just be like, oh, I just can't get these with these stupid forks. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just bring it yeah. oh my gosh uh, and, wow. and, or would have the soups and they'd have the tiny little plastic spoons and be like mm -hmm. oh these are worthless and i have mm -hmm. my nice big soup spoon and i'm just like this is great <laughs> <laughs> so but again if it, if it's not on your radar you just don't think about yeah. it yeah yeah and it, and obviously it's hard to advertise right now in covid to be mm -hmm. like bring your own reusables yeah. <laughs> like you know you got your bamboo cutlery set you can just bring it all the time or grab utensils from your drawer or anything yeah. um it's really hard to openly talk about that even though like a dishwasher um is gonna sanitize it's going to reach the right temperature mm -hmm. um in order to um, sanitize things or even like soap if it's good enough for your hands <laughs> yeah. like if, if you're careful and you're behaving like this is this is not something that we should be fearing in a lot of cases i understand passing your reusable cup to the barista <laughs> and them touching it with their hands yeah. and then like maybe they didn't wash in between customers and like passing it back to you and then you know i get i get that there's concerns and fears around that and like Rightly so. We're still in the middle of a pandemic. If you can slow it in any way, that's great. Um, and I don't think that it will go away anytime soon, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> the pandemic. Um, but like I, I feel myself slacking in the zero waste world on top of not just like, like I don't really go out anyway to get food or whatever. And so I can't bring my reusables there, even though I can still, you know, keep my own cutlery in my bag or something like that. That's all fine. But like just with our shopping, like bringing in things that I just never used to. And I wonder if it's just that I don't have that like magical energy that I used <laughs> to have before I had a toddler and a pandemic on my hands and like two full-time jobs, not two full-time jobs, two jobs that equal one full-time job. Um, plus a podcast. Like I was just feeling so dead inside <laughs> this year. 
at the end to be to be able to yeah, also make my own here. yeah <laughs> to also be making my own bread or crackers or um mm-hmm. just anything like my canning uh this year sucked like i've had to throw out so many different things because i just didn't do it focused enough mm-hmm. um and like tried to be all zero waste but just didn't have the I don't know, the manpower, the energy to do it. Like, I just couldn't do <laughs> yeah, it this year. Everyone is tired. Everyone's yeah. just tired. And like I was saying to you off podcast earlier today, just <laughs> going into this second wave here, I just don't think people are going to be able to rally the same way that they did the first time. Right. Like have the, the first time there was yeah. all the, like, all the celebrating the frontline workers and that's cool. We put so many cool videos together to, like, really help try and pump up people. Yeah, like having everybody singing the same mm-hmm. song but from, like, different yeah, over videos Zoom and, and putting whatever. it together. But now I think everyone's <laughs> just going to be tired. <laughs> and it's winter here in Canada. Yeah. Like, we're just going to be so depressed and yeah. miserable. And even we put out that episode earlier this year, which was, like, or in the fall, which was such a fun episode um, being, like, activities for a second lockdown. But that was back when it was in theory that we were going to have a second lockdown. And now we're actually in it. And it's just like, where's the hope, guys? No. <laughs> Not to, Sorry. This is like a 2020 in review wrap up, like a fun and spunky episode. This is getting depressing. But <laughs> Just this again is yeah. what it feels like. Which... Maybe that's what this episode should be called. <laughs> uh, oh, this again. This again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Twenty one to twenty twenty one to be called. No, <laughs> not no, this not this again. No. Yeah. So, like, I guess what I want to kind of think about for the new year, because this is now the new year, January third or whatever. I think that wouldn't it be nice if the world was um, chocolate? If the world was chocolate, what is that from? Like an ad. Oh. Oh yeah, and then like the. Taj Mahal's melting, or no, that was Charlie. That was, the <laughs> <laughs> that was a weird dream I had last night. Um, I think it would be really valuable in theory. Like, I know it's it's all like what I've recognized about myself is that there, there's a lack of energy um, because I need the energy first and then I can feel motivated towards these values and goals that I have about reducing my impact on the planet, my negative impact on the planet, reducing my waste reducing all the single-use plastics in my life. I just didn't have that motivation and energy this year, um, or at least in the last 8 to 12 months. (laughs) (laughs) And so what I would like to see, if that energy can return, and maybe you guys, listeners, have some tips for how to get that energy back, that uh, motivation back. That's Will yawning over there. We're almost Hmm. almost done. Um, (laughs) Uh, is to have some resolutions for the new year to um, maybe do uh, a trash audit again because it's been a really long time probably since we've actually done a trash audit mm-hmm. um, and just kind of identify where the waste is coming from. Um, some examples like food food packaging, um, but we've, we've done takeout more than once uh, mm-hmm. recently and that was just like because we're both working a ton and we have a toddler that we have to pick up from daycare and now there's a lockdown and it's just like been chaos. And so uh, there's some takeout stuff. Our son is in um, a disposable diaper at night. It feels like such a failure because <laughs> I really didn't think that that was necessary. 
but boy, does it allow for us to sleep a little bit more um, through the night. And yeah, we, of... that's it's kind of a more recent thing is that we've just found that the reusable diapers that we had just aren't holding up anymore. Like, and and just... I think like the newer ones that I've bought certainly do. Um, but the yeah, the ones that I've uh, technically I have to strip them more than once in their lifetime i've never really stripped them i gotta figure out how to strip the diapers but that's an energy thing so like right Mm -hmm. now it's okay that our son uses one disposable a day Mm -hmm. um or a night and uh we just like if he wakes up in the middle of the night and has soaked through a disposable which are supposed to be these magical things that just Mm -hmm. you know hold everything and they didn't Mm -hmm. then i just put him in a cloth diaper Mm because i'm like screw it we're already awake (laughs) um anyway so there's there's disposables in our uh, garbage and a couple other things like that to just do another trash audit that would be kind of the thing that i want to um do in the new year maybe during lockdown Mm. maybe i'll have like one day where he's napping and i'll just like have the energy to look through the trash can Mm -hmm. with some gloves on um a trash audit and then some other ways that i want to try and like get back into um the zero waste world and uh, uh, that sort of thing is to maybe do a little bit of community engagement or community groups that are able to like maybe meet outside in the winter or social distance. I don't know what we'll do yet, but I would like to do something, maybe some sort of social distance workshop at Sustain and yeah, just kind of like using Sustain EcoStore as a platform or as a as a place to meet people who are already like-minded and also trying to make a difference for the planet despite COVID and try and just, I don't know, make connections or something. Like I'm feeling, I'm feeling so far away from like the original practically zero waste vision, I guess, that uh, like I, I need something. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't know what to do, but I need something. Mm -hmm. The energy thing, like, like listeners, if you've, if you've done, um, if you felt kind of this this depletion of energy um, from the beginning, like if you've if you've you know maybe already been in the position of lots of children or lots of um, work and um, stressors that don't allow for you not access not having access to um, you know bulk shops and whatever like pre pandemic, um, if you've kind of like been in that position of not having the energy or the ability to take the steps that you wish you could um, in zero waste, um, but still got through it. Like, I'd love to hear uh, your experience if you want to write into the show. And and yeah, just kind of like, give me your advice for like how to how to not burn out and <laughs> and feel like, what's the point? I'm going to buy crackers this week. <laughs> yeah, it is. A very, very crucial time to, <laughs> to, to, yeah, to try and keep on track because one of the, I guess, unforeseen side effects of a pandemic is that it's given all the people that don't care so much more stuff to throw away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you can't walk anywhere without seeing masks on the ground, whether the disposable ones or full or, cloth yeah, ones. Yeah, reusable <laughs> ones. Yeah. That... Like those are on the ground, those all your meals come so packaged now like all that stuff is just so much more stuff for people that don't care to throw and create more garbage but i do think people still care and and back to the thing with school is that the whole like we have chapel a couple times a week where we can do updates and what the school's about and the the environmental action force generally has a little update and every week that they did one they'd talk about how they got 
so much feedback of people wanting more reusable options and less garbage. That's great. That was right from the start. And so that's why they've kept trying to do it. And off the start, there was rules in place so that they couldn't, but they're, they're trying to get through those. And, and that was coming from feedback, both from the staff and students. Yeah. And just like having that, um, community space where you can like keep this as an issue front of mind for so many people Mm -hmm. to just constantly be reminding people that like yes there's a pandemic yes there are so many ways that we can slow the spread by reducing contact but you still have to yeah i like what you said about how it's a crucial time and that like we have to stay um on top of this yeah because it's so it's so easy to be like right now what's the point um like i can't i don't have the energy or the world is working against me so like I, I can't do it all, so I'm not going to do anything. Like, mm-hmm. it's very easy right now for me to think that way, and I I'm I don't want to think that way. <laughs> I would like to change the world and to keep uh, being motivated to do so. Mm-hmm. So I know what we could do to motivate the Practically Zero Waste podcast listeners. What? Well, what? we'll have to have everybody record themselves singing the Practically Zero Waste theme song. <laughs> <laughs> and then we can put it all together like we're on a big Zoom call together. Shine a light on the world, and if anybody, I'm sure you have many talented listeners that know how to write lyrics. They can write some, oh my some gosh. theme song lyrics to Do go it. along with it. Do it. There you go. That would bring me so much joy. Go for it, guys. <laughs> that sounds awesome. I was going to do this other version of this episode where I like chopped together a bunch of clips from my favorite episodes. And so I had them all in my um, audio editor and had uh, all of them kind of lined up. And it was probably like 10 or 11 episodes that all started playing um, at the same time. Uh, and <laughs> it all sounded just so surreal and that I was like saying in 11 different voices but all the same way hey everyone and welcome back to practically <laughs> zero ways to podcast <laughs> making zero waste living as practical, practical as possible, as possible. <laughs> <laughs> so that also that makes me very happy to mm-hmm. think of people doing that oh <laughs> well, you can send an email to practically zero waste mm-hmm. at gmail.com or message me on instagram there you go. yeah send a little voice memo recording <laughs> hilarious cool well that would motivate me in a weird way i would do it mm-hmm. i would do it for the people <laughs> with the great singing voices or not so great mm-hmm. <laughs> hit me with it yeah. well let's let's wrap it up there right. um thank you so much to everyone who has listened this year um i was getting a year in review from spotify and uh like your support has been amazing um so many people have been downloading the podcast and listening to it um all kinds of new countries are popping up as um listeners from around the world are joining the community which has been really cool to see um your support on coffee has been very very generous and i'm so grateful for it so thank you for everyone who's written into the show who's um shared things um with the community or talked about the show with other people like it really all helps and uh there's will yawning again Uh, (laughs) that's my bedtime very very grateful from both of us um thank you again anybody who has motivational uh ideas then that would be great 
anybody who's going through the same kind of struggles, you can definitely write in and we can commiserate together and maybe come up with something um, clever and brilliant for the future that will um, allow us to keep making a difference and be the change that we want to be and, you know, not just give up because the world is like, no, don't do it. Don't be reusable. Don't be eco-friendly right now because it's going to spread a virus. You know what? We will figure out the best way forward. And maybe that means organizing socially distanced trash cleanups in your Mm -hmm. area. Maybe it means um, starting more conversations with people about the issues that are happening. It doesn't have to be all about your reusable travel mug or something right now. Like Mm -hmm. it it can be about other ways to to make a difference. Taking Polly Barks's course that I talked about in um, one of the episodes in the past few weeks that's coming up this week if you wanted to sign up for um, your eco activation blueprint to feel inspired maybe i'll do that (laughs) (laughs) that feels like something that i might need right now (laughs) happy new year folks happy new year thanks for listening bye bye (laughs) 